Tale of the Manticore. Bonus material. The story so far. What follows over the next few minutes is not an episode of Tale of the Manticore, and it will not take the place of a real episode. It's just bonus content, a mini-summary of the last ten chapters told in the minimum number of words possible. This will be the final story so far of Season 1. Let's get started. The Story So Far, Part 7, Chapters 61 through 70. Chapter 61 details the mass funeral for the Thangarians who died fighting the Ankegs and for those who were killed by the dragon near Numenax. Among the dead is Chief Banner Augerstone. A new chief, the erstwhile master artificer, Lorawain Smale, takes the crown. The decisions she's faced with are both immediate and complicated, so she holds a small council to advise her, and the PCs are invited to attend. Chapter 62 picks up the story in the middle of that council. Roland Daz Augerstone declares, somewhat recklessly, that he will hunt and kill the worm. Well, that's not easily said, but it is more easily said than done. Chief Desmail, knowing that Harl was thinking of something similar, asks him to join forces with Roland Daz. Together, she explains, they might succeed, whereas alone, they would surely fail. The rest of the party throws their lot in with Harl and promises to help. Chief Desmail says she might be able to augment Harl's armor if only they had a ruby large enough, and Dumora announces that she knows where to find one. Later, at night, a thief prowls the mushroom fields and robs the PCs of something very valuable. But what it is, we do not yet know. In the next chapter, the two women go off on their own to put Umura's plan into action. Gyrios and Harl, who remain in Thangar, meet with Roland Daz Augerstone and try to persuade him to join forces. Roland Daz agrees to, but only if Harl can best him in single combat. That night, they spar, and Harl prevails. Looks like there's going to be a new party member. In Chapter 64, we see Umura and Eredin on the road to Wilmington. Their ultimate destination is still a mystery. Back in Thangar, Gyrios and Harl meet with Grumblebelly and Roland Daz. Gyrios has learned that Numenax is living in the ruins of the Agogen. With this information, they can start planning. Using Grumblebelly's maps, they decide to summit the Cloudspur by traveling through the interior of the mountain. The episode concludes with a flashback concerning Aradine and a certain caper she once pulled with her former lover, Machi Swin. Gyrios and Harl essentially sit out episode 65, while Umura and Aradine go off on an adventure together. Umura knows that Wyvern's Kiss, her grandfather's magical rod, was topped with a huge ruby. To get it, they need to break into the family mausoleum. Actually, getting in is not the problem. Getting out is. Umora cannot hope to remain undetected, and there's no way she could grab Wyvern's kiss and get away in time before someone came to investigate the intrusion. And even if she could, they would be pursued. It's a tough predicament. The women manage to succeed through cooperation and cunning. Eredin, using her potion of invisibility, replaces the ruby with a duplicate. While Eredin makes the switch, Umura provides a distraction. Eredin then sneaks out with the prize while Brissian Anuxan, who has indeed been alerted to the presence of an intruder, focuses on Umura, who reveals her identity at the last moment and then tells her mother an elaborate lie about being wedded to the sage, Gulgodan. 
Since her family bears her no love, nobody tries to stop Umura from leaving the next day. She even takes a purse full of coins as a dowry. In the next chapter, Umura and Eridine return from their mission and deliver the ruby. Chief Smell performs the binding ritual, and Blacknail's armor now grants the wearer immunity to fire. This is just what the party needed, a sliver of hope. And so the time has come for the PC's final mission. Accompanied by Roll and Daz, they begin the journey to the Cloudspur. After days of travel, they come to the cave entrance that, according to Grumblebelly's maps, will allow them to ascend the mountain from within. Unfortunately, something else has found the same cave and made a home in it. Chapter 67, from beginning to end, concerns an encounter with a hill giant. Defeating the giant is no small task, pun intended, because it occupies a vantage from which it can hurl boulders at anyone who approaches. In a plan gone very, very wrong, Umora is almost killed when she attempts to distract the giant and draw fire while the rest of the party rushes its position. Finally, facing the giant in melee, they manage to force it off a ledge, where it falls to its death. In the next chapter, the party enters a kind of service tunnel that bores deep into the mountain's core. Eventually, they come to a cavern with a huge waterfall, behind which are a gate and a water wheel. Engaging the water wheel raises the gate, and they continue on until Eridine hears the sound of someone singing. They follow the sound and enter a massive forge containing a stone automaton that sings as it beats the iron. It seems that engaging the water wheel has brought the whole Egojin back to life. In Chapter 69, the companions move through the forge, and Umora has a scare when an imprisoned fire elemental tries to persuade her to free it. Beyond the forge, the party finds a pair of doors, each marked with a glyph. Harl's gut tells him to leave them alone, and they do, turning back the way they came, hoping to find some other way through the belly of the Egerton. Finally, Chapter 70 is where the party proceeds up a seemingly endless flight of stairs, only, upon reaching the top, to discover a trapped room. The trap works like this. When a non-dwarf enters the room, a magic mouth appears and asks for a password. If there's no answer, or wrong answer is given, the floor splits open and drops all intruders into a cell 20 feet below. The party members do spring this trap and do fall into a cell. The locked door does not give them too much trouble, but there is something very weird, a bizarre and horrifying creature not of their world that blocks their escape. 